The following opinions and ideas are that of the host and or contributors of the Eat This podcast and are for the purposes of general information and entertainment only and do not necessarily reflect the thoughts or ideas of the distributor. Broadcasting from her closet, high above the streets of Toronto, this is Eat This with Leanne. Here's your host, Leanne Philipson. Did you know that you're more bacteria than human? It's a really odd thing to think about, and while it likely has probably not popped into your head as your next thought, and actually it's really kind of like, ew, all at the same time. Can you believe that we're outnumbered 10 to 1 bacteria to human cells? And we live together in harmony, well, most of the time. This incredible abundance of bacteria have profound impacts on our body's physiology. Everything from how we digest our food, to our weight and the potential of becoming overweight or even obese, to your immunity, your skin, and even to the mood that you've got going on at any given moment. The interaction between food and humans is regulated by the bacteria in our bodies. This whole bacteria colony and living community is collectively known as the human microbiome. And while I talk about gut health and the microbiome, bacteria also live in every mucous membrane of your body. And that actually includes the digestive system, right the way from your mouth to your poop hole called your anus, the respiratory system from your nostrils all the way down to your lungs. (laughs) Chris Chris is picking himself off the floor. I'm sorry, you would think by my age that I could, someone could say my poop hole and I wouldn't giggle about it, right? (laughs) <laughs> I'm so I'm so glad that you do. <laughs> uh, I'm, so, um, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's like I feel like I'm back in grade school. With, you know, with somebody when we're learning about space, and of course yes. you go know, Neptune, Saturn, and of course somebody goes Uranus. Uranus. <laughs> That's the one. That's the one that gets all the back of the bus uh, giggles for sure. <laughs> We'll just have to get a bit of a poll going on on how many how many men have giggled versus how many women have giggled to really understand. You know what it is? Guys giggle and then the and then women sit there and you know look at their men and then they giggle because their men are giggling. Right, exactly. <laughs> like first first we get that dirty look of like, really? Really? You're like yeah. seven years old. You, 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 yeah. Can you just stop it? And then of course, in the back of their mind, <laughs> they want to giggle too. <laughs> With that giggle said, you're Sorry, you're what, what you're are we talking about. Okay, oh, right. no, I'm, I'm, my, I'm, my I'm micro, taking us back. My microbiome. Your microbiome. <laughs> oh, sorry. Chris has just renamed it microbiome dome. Well, it's more well, of a, well, it's more of a dome down here, down around my midsection. It's more of a dome. Well, that's actually the perfect seg- segue into the urogenital system. Because you've got microbiome there in your urethra, in your bladder, in your ureter. That's where you pee it out, no matter what, you know, 
who you are, no matter what you have to pee out, (laughs) as well as the uterus and vagina in women and the glands in men. So this is a total equal opportunity going on. And also, did you know in the inside of your eyelids and your ears? Yes, you also have microbiome and mucous membranes right there. But not only that, did you know that different bacteria prefer different parts of your body? So there are specific bacteria that live on your hands and different species that live in your armpits and even behind your knee. Right now, we're hypervigilant on the bacteria on our hands, especially, so we wash or sanitize like a million times a day. But how's that affecting our microbiome? More to come on that a little later. For whatever reason, our gut health, the microbiome, probiotics, and I guess the whole of the digestive system has always fascinated me. And I really believe that it plays the biggest role in our overall health. So today on Eat This with Leanne, I'm going to share some of what I know about the microbiome, probiotics, and what exactly you need to know and do to positively impact your health. Studying nutrition in the UK, that's where I studied to become a nutritionist. Well, it brought a whole bunch of different uh, experts and real greats in the field of health and nutrition. I can still remember when Dr. Nigel Plummer walked into the classroom of the Institute for Optimum Nutrition in Putney, which is in the south of London. And I think that was like 1996 and then the first year of my three-year diploma course. He worked really closely with Dr. Neil Ward, who owned a supplement company called BioCare. Now, Dr. Nigel Plummer is a microbiologist, absolute genius when it comes to the microbiome and has formulated so many products. Now, between these two mentors, I came to understand so much about gut health, about probiotics, and all just about supplements and how they can impact us on so many levels. Now, fast forward to moving back to Canada, back to Toronto in 2001, Dr. Plummer was still a part of my ongoing education through a company called Soroyal here in Canada. And because they distribute Dr. Plummer's HMF probiotic products, in particular those ones. Now, I've seen Nigel speak countless times, and yes, now we're on a first-name basis, because you get to know someone a little better when their gift of a bottle of Canadian whiskey is confiscated at airport security because you couldn't take it on board because of, you know, all of those liquids. Now, I I, I went to see Dr. Plummer speak, or I guess I can call him Nigel now, in Montreal. I was there for three days for an epic conference once again, which was pivotal in writing my first book, Spread Right Nutrition from Tummy to Toddler. We didn't realize it, but we were on the same flight back from Montreal. And when he got to uh, got to security, he had to hand over his whiskey. And he and he had already told me in the cab on the on the way to the airport. That he's like, I'm so looking forward to this when we get back to Toronto. <laughs> so the poor guy who had this beautiful gift after really giving us so much over the weekend, he just handed it over like a champ. Whenever I see him at yet another lecture or conference, because I keep on going back for more, he asks, like, am I actually doing my job well enough? Because you keep on coming back to hear me speak. And I kind of thought I'd already covered it all. There will never be an end to this work, to his work, to all the new studies of different focuses of the microbiome and the impact on health. And like right now, they're being published probably almost weekly. 
For most of my career, I focused on the tummy to toddler population, supported new parents with their babies and toddlers, and the impact of the microbiome from conception all the way through to birth and beyond. And it's constantly unfolding and truly has the biggest impact that I've ever come across. Whether a pregnant mom has antibiotics during her pregnancy or labor or delivery or even post while breastfeeding, or if a baby receives antibiotic directly, or if you can believe it, the difference between a baby being born vaginally or even by C-section, all of that impacts the health of that baby in the moment and beyond. And that's really where I've put a lot of my focus to do with gut health. So much information is in my now award-winning book, Sprout Right Family Food. I got I, I to gotta, I gotta really, like, I'm finding places to put that because it's so new and I'm just trying it on for size. So there you go again. <laughs> <laughs> so if you happen to be at that time in your life or you know someone is, know that there's a lot of information in both of my books. But Sprout Right Family Food is, is the most up-to-date one. But for everyone else, let's get into what I want to share with you today about the impact of your microbiome on your health and what you can do to deal with whatever happens to be going on. First, let's talk about digestion and, well, all of your digestive system. You know that twisty, long, massive tube from your mouth? Here goes Chris, all the way to your anus. <laughs> <laughs> The amount of bacteria that your body deals with, works with, and creates from the food that you eat is truly like it's incomprehensible. Certain foods nourish and help good bacteria proliferate or multiply, which is a really good thing. And certain foods feed the bad bacteria and help that to multiply, which is really not so good. In an ideal situation, we have about 80% good bacteria and like 20% bad bacteria hanging around. So that could look like E. coli, Staphylococcus, Clostridium species. These guys can cause intestinal putrefaction. And that word right there means like the smelly stuff that comes out of your poop hole. And well, then just say the smelly stuff that comes out of you. Don't say putrefaction. Well, isn't that like a, just a cool word? No. No. No, it's not All a right cool then. word. It, if it does, All right, then. Good, say that five times fast. Then it's a cool word. Putre, putre, I, I can't even say it once. No, I know you can't. <laughs> <laughs> it also has a lot to do with the production of bacterial toxins. And there even have been links to cancer and then, of course, just lots of gas. Fungus, which is called Candida albicans, is rampant in so many people. Honestly, it's truly the number one issue that so many things just boil down to with my clients. It always, always comes up. We have to talk about it and address it every single time. To have a healthy balance of good and bad bacteria means that you digest better. You get more energy and nutrients from your food. So I often say during workshops and presentation, you're only as healthy as what your body can digest, absorb, and assimilate or use, right? That, that kind of makes sense. You can even eat the healthiest of meals every single meal of the day, but it won't hit the mark if the balance of bacteria in your gut is way off. And no, that does not give you an excuse to keep eating the crap. <laughs> right? Just in case your mind went there, because I could see 
Chris on my Zoom screen, sort of jumping about, kind of like I could just see it between you, Jerry and Becky. I kind of think about this. And for anybody that's listening, I'm talking about Jerry Agar on News Talk 1010 and his producer, Becky. She would hear me say cookie. Yep. As in, don't eat the cookie. And she would find a way to turn it around and say, Leanne, I just heard you say, eat the cookie. <laughs> so you you and Becky Chris are in that same sort of like, I'm going to find something that she said, and I'm going to find a positive way to eat the damn food that I really just want to uh, eat. I, it must be like dealing with a kindergarten class when it comes to the people you know, right? I mean, think about like I, that. So there's, yep. there's, you've got your good students, right? They're the ones that are tuned in and listening to Miss uh, Phillipson, right? her yep. every word and then there's me becky and jerry in the back playing in the sandlot right yeah and the water and the watering <laughs> hole and going did she say cookie can i have a cookie miss phillipson that's exactly <laughs> it <laughs> and sometimes when we were live on radio becky would like pipe up and yep. go i'm sure you just said cookie eat a cookie okay i've got some here that i wasn't going to bring out till you left but now that you've said it here they come just we, like you know this the scotch in the bottom drawer yeah we are learning though we are it, it may not seem like it's sticking but it is we are learning we're getting, we're getting I smarter know. and that's all thanks to you thank you Thank you. I know it's working somehow, somewhere. <laughs> All right. So your body is able to get rid of toxins, the waste products, those old hormones, because we do have old stuff that's circulating through our body. We've got heavy metals. We don't want to hold on to those. Cholesterol. Well, that has to get out once it's done its job and a lot of medications. Good bacteria actually crowds out the bad bacteria. So it's like an elbow, like, hey, dude, get out of here and can protect against well, and fight harmful viruses and bacteria, like I mentioned before, it can also help produce mood-boosting brain chemicals. One of them, well, the main one is called serotonin. And, you know, we all need a little bit of that right now, don't we? When your balance is out of whack, you can expect health issues as far-reaching as autoimmune disease, like thyroid issues, rheumatoid arthritis, and even type 1 diabetes. There are also really specific digestive issues like irritable bowel syndrome or IBS, constipation, diarrhea, heartburn, or bloating. Now, I talked about all of this in, I'm going to say, episode 39. It could be 37 to 39 was all about deficiencies. So if you need a bit more information, head back there about those specifics. Your gut bacteria, can you believe it, also influences your sleep. Also, any skin rashes and even allergies that you might be suffering with from hay fever or otherwise. Right now, I have a friend who is suffering terribly, and it's November. She has the worst hay fever, and it's likely all coming from her gut. Those sugar cravings that are unstoppable, no matter how hard you try. If your gut bacteria is off, it's an absolute fight of willpower that might work for a little while and saying, nope, no, I'm not going to have it. I'm not going to have it. I'm not going to have it. But in my experience, you just can't sustain it long term. You're on the wagon and then you're off the wagon. And man, does it feel like crap when you just get off of it and you just can't stop it. Wouldn't you like to know the reason for that brain fog in the morning or that fatigue that hits or that like sluggishness when you just want to get stuff done? How about your mood, including depression or anxiety or maybe your recent weight loss, but probably more likely your weight gain? Yes, all of that can come down to your gut bacteria balance. 
Now, what's that Candida albicans that I mentioned earlier about? It's the fungus or overgrowth of yeast that causes issues like athlete's foot, yeast infections and symptoms of jock itch, vaginal itching, or in babies, you see a lot of yeast in the mouth. Even those sore splits in the side of your mouth, well, they're associated with Candida too. But then there's more. Do you ever get sinusitis? Do you ever get a urinary tract infection or have eczema? All of those can come down to an overgrowth of yeast. Honestly, that could be its own episode unto itself, all the things that I've just said. So just know that while most of you are dealing with anything from alcohol intolerance, toenail fungus, or even panic attacks, gut bacteria, the balance of it all comes into this discussion. All right, let's move on to your immunity. Now, this is a hot topic and will continue to be for a while yet, and it needs to be talked about here. Know that once again, this could be its own discussion, at least for a day, let alone one podcast episode, but let's simplify it here. So about 80% of your immune system lives in your gut. If your immune army is really busy dealing with all of that bad bacteria, the candida, the Staphylococcus aureus, the E. coli, it's like overworked as much as someone who's trying to do like a hundred hour a week job without a break. It has to have closer to 80% good guys and 20% bad guys really to function optimally. We're never going to have a perfect digestive system, a perfect microbiome, because there needs to be challenges in there too, but it's about this balance. So listen up when I share what you can do to eat and other things that you can do to help get you more towards that 80-20 ratio towards the end of the episode. And always remember that I publish these show notes over on leannephillipson.com. So you can head over there if you want the list further to listening to this, because maybe you're out for a walk or driving somewhere right now. No matter where you are in the world, your immunity right now needs to be in tip-top shape. So while those Halloween candies, because it's November, are still calling your name, you know that the yeast or that fungus and bacteria that's in your gut love love, love sugar, and are in part causing those cravings because it's what they live off of. So yes, eat the sweet treat. Then maybe you think you're good because you've only had one, but you don't realize the cascade of effects that it has. Now, I'm honestly not trying to do a, be a Debbie Downer here and say you can never eat what you fancy, but truly sugar feeds these bad guys, slows your immune army to a so, slow crawl and affects your cell health even to the point of how your body knows how to deal with the unhealthy cells, aka cancer cells. And a side note about alcohol and immunity, yeah, it's a real big downer for your immunity. So while you're super stressed and you think you're going to chill out with that drink, I'm really sorry, it's not going to do you any good. Thanks for listening to the Eat This with Leanne podcast. Now more with Leanne Philipson. Moving on from me being a Debbie Downer again about your booze, let's talk about mood. Many of us have experienced the feeling of our stomachs turning when we're nervous, when we're scared or anxious, and there's a good reason why that happens. The gut is often called our second brain and it plays a really important role, not only in digestion, but also regulating the activity of our nervous system. 
If you're someone who during stressful periods notice a change in your bowel habits, maybe lose your appetite, that's definitely me, or even get stomach cramps, well, get lots of people. Uh, have those issues. And I actually see it most with kids. Adults just maybe don't talk about it as much. Well, you can thank your microbiome gut brain axis for this. There's a really key process of communication between our gut, our gut bacteria or microbiome and our nervous system. And that's all stimulated by what's called the vagus nerve, otherwise known as the wandering nerve. The vagus nerve connects the brain to all the organs when it passes on its way down to the colon, where most of the microbiome can be found. It works constantly sending messages, informing the gut bacteria of what's going on in the environment so that they can react accordingly. So the importance of the GI health, your gastrointestinal system, to nervous function and mood has been highlighted by a study that found that more than a thousand people with GI disorders, so things like IBS, constipation, diarrhea, maybe even Crohn's and colitis, 84% suffered with anxiety and 27 percent with depression. Like those stats correlating those situations together, I think for some people must just be like, hallelujah, I have a reason for this. Because a lot of the mood disorders that can happen really just leave you quite perplexed as to why on earth is this happening for me? Serotonin, that's a neurotransmitter. Now, I mentioned that earlier, and it's very often called the happy hormone. And as a low level of it is really linked to low mood, depression, and anxiety. So 90%, actually more than 90% of serotonin is produced in the gut. It is a focus on any health issue for sure. As I talked about in episode 43 on brain health, and also mental health, altering the gut bacteria for the better can also have a huge positive knock-on effect and may improve your brain health. Now, I was going to include skin health and the microbiome here, but I'll save that for another episode because I've got another few key components to skin health that I've been working on, and I just want to get to the juicy bits of what on earth you can do after knowing all that I've just filled your head with. All right, so let's move on to what on earth are you going to do about all of this? First up, I want you to help to protect your microbiome, and that would include avoiding taking unnecessary antibiotics because they can reduce both the good and bad bacteria in the body. Now, I really want to highlight the use of unnecessary antibiotics. And let me share this with you so I can illustrate. I can remember taking my eldest daughter to see her doctor when she had like a cold and a sore throat and she was really uncomfortable and pulling on her ear and saying, my ear hurts, my ear hurts. I think she was probably about four or five years old. Now, the doctor, uh, she took a peek into her ear, said that she couldn't really see anything. She couldn't really see all that well in there, but there was a bit of redness going on. So she diagnosed that she likely had an ear infection. She swiftly pulled out her prescription pad and wrote down uh, an antibiotic for her. Well, I actually stepped up and I challenged the doctor and said, you know what? I kind of thought that antibiotics don't really help ear infections because they typically tend to be viral. And she said, well, yeah, you're, you're right. They don't always help. But as there's a bit of redness there, well, this is all I've got to give. 
So I actually said, no, thank you, and asked her for other ways to deal with what was going on. And really, she said the biggest thing was to manage the pain and that it would likely go away in about four to five days. However, if it didn't, then to come back because we still had something going on. So right there was one of the situations that I have heard time and time again, similar situations from so many of my clients. Now, again, I'm not saying don't take antibiotics when you need them, but perhaps you just need to ask a few more questions. If I don't take the antibiotic for an infection in my toe, what's likely going to happen? Or are there other ways that I might be able to treat this? Just so that you know, when you leave your doctor's office and you're going to fill the prescription, you know that this is absolutely 100% needed in that moment. Yes, you can eat as many probiotics from plain yogurt, kefir, sauerkraut, kombucha, miso, and kimchi. Those are all fermented foods, and they can contain some of the more helpful bacteria from this fermentation process. But in my experience, while they're great to eat and to focus on, please don't rely on them as your main source of probiotics. You'd have to eat a boatload of yogurt, which sidebar is also very mucus forming and not so great for the very typical uh, diarrhea that you get when you take antibiotics because, of course, it's wiping out the beneficial bacteria. And as soon as you start to eat dairy while you have diarrhea, then that brings on a whole other host of issues. So, yes, you might think, I'm going to go and eat lots of yogurt to repopulate your gut because Leanne said, I've just lost a lot of good bacteria. Please know that it's not the most effective way to repopulate your gut, in my opinion. Now, next on the list of what you can do, and I've said this before in previous episodes about just, well, really pretty much every topic, but I'll say it again. You've got to cut back on that processed and sugary foods, that packaged stuff, the white stuff, the stuff that comes in the plastic, or maybe it's in a box, and typically the foods that you find in the middle of the supermarket aisles with a long list of ingredients. Yep probably processed. So really choose carefully. Even if it says or makes a claim that it's got added vitamins or minerals to it, or even that it has probiotics, it's still not enough. I haven't seen it help in my experience. I know you're likely bored of me saying that over and over again, but the more I say it, the more I know it's going to sink in. Well, or that's my goal anyway. I also want you to eat prebiotics. So this is the food for the probiotics because we've got to feed the good guys at the same time. And the prebiotics come from many high fiber vegetables, fruits, and whole grains. It really helps to feed that good bacteria. So unprocessed foods like apples, asparagus, bananas, corn, but only if you're okay with it. A lot of people don't do very well with corn, garlic, huge flax seeds, another really big one, leeks, onions, oats, lentils, and walnuts can all help to improve your gut health by feeding those probiotics. 
Next on the list is that I want you to stay hydrated. Dehydration is not good for the good bacteria. So lots of water, water, water. And if that's just too boring for you, add in my superfood powder, which is called Kid Boost, also called Skin Boost. You'll find that on SproutRight.com. Or maybe just add in some lemon, some cucumber, some mint, or some berries. Now, my superfood powder does also contain more fiber and some prebiotics as well. So you're off to a good start with that as well. Now, oddly, this next one, you might think, what are you talking about? But you know what? Let that dog lick your hand. Let that dog that you come across lick your face. Or if you happen to have a puppy at home, just let him go at it. The immune challenge from having a dog just in your environment has been linked to stronger immunity in both children and adults. So don't shy away from a loving lick if you have a chance. Now, if you need to borrow a dog, let me know because I've got my lovely little Lexi and boy, oh boy, does she love a face to lick. Now, next up is shopping most of the perimeter of the grocery store. Now, in the last episode, episode 44, Mary Del Monte and I talked about how our shopping habits have changed during this time of uh, COVID and the pandemic. But to generally say that shopping the perimeter, which is where you find most of your fresh foods, the frozen produce, the lean proteins, the whole grains, and your low-fat uh, dairy, plain, make sure you're always buying plain dairy, still holds true. And yes, you know what? You can actually have the full fat. I say low fat, but that kind of just rolled off my tongue there when really it can be any type of fat in there. And last but not least, take a probiotic daily. The only time that you really don't need to do this if you don't ever have a bowel movement again. God help you if you don't, but at that point you wouldn't need to take it. But because you have a bowel movement every day, fingers crossed, you're losing billions of bacteria every time you go. So yes, that's why you need to wash your hands because there's also tons of bacteria there and taking more beneficial bacteria with a supplement with a probiotic like my bio boost from my take this line while you sort your diet out is super, super key at this stage of the game. There are a lot of different probiotics out there, so many with different counts in them, so many with different strains in them. It can be super overwhelming, but the one key thing that I'm going to say just as I wrap up this little piece here is please don't buy it from your local drugstore, your big box store, or anything like that because there is a quality issue with every single probiotic, and I'll get a little bit more into that momentarily. So in a nutshell, the good bacteria that is in our body is responsible for vitamin synthesis, makes a lot of vitamins in our gut. It helps our digestion. It helps to prevent infection, support your immunity, balance your mood, and also your skin health, even though I didn't dive into that. I'll just say that again. And so much more. But honestly, if I kept on going, we'd end up into next week. So know that most of the time, when someone asks me about a particular health issue that they're having right now, my first recommendation is to take a probiotic. And normally it's my bio boost from my Take This by Leanne line. And honestly, I am not exaggerating. Gut health is the first place that I absolutely start. Now, it's not all about taking a pill every day and thinking that you're covered and that you don't have to change up your food. Food matters so much that it actually might even be accurate to say you are 
what you eat, but even further to that, you are what your bacteria eat. This episode is likely worth a re-listen because I've covered a lot here and for sure it's worth sharing. There's so much more I could add into this, but I just want to start step by step and keep it simple. Honestly, putting together this podcast, this particular topic has been, I keep putting it onto the back burner because I couldn't figure out how to simplify it for you. But then I just thought today or yesterday as I was writing all of this, putting all this together, come on woman, you can do this. Just keep it simple like you do with everything else. You take more complicated situations and you break it down so that people can understand from no matter what level of understanding you have. Even if you're uh, you know, a healthcare provider, you're another nutritionist or a naturopath and you're listening to this, there's probably something that I've said that maybe you forgot about or if anybody else is listening, whoever it is that's listening is going to pick up a little bit of something. Because there's so much anxiety, depression, so many gut issues of gurgling, gassiness, bloatiness, thyroid issues, well, they're all over the place too. Really connecting the dots back to the microbiome is huge. And people need to hear this. So please make sure that as well as re-listening to it yourself, you're also passing it on and sharing it with your friends and family. If you're thinking, God, I don't know what probiotic to take, or I don't know where to start. You've just told me loads of stuff, and I'm not quite sure what to do. Head over to leannephillipson.com. Know that you've got the list in the show notes there of what to do first. Also, on sproutright.com, where I have my supplements, you can just click and book a free 15-minute call with me, and I'll help you choose what probiotic is best for you. If you're taking one right now, let's talk about it. I just had another call with someone else the other day, and she showed me on Zoom what it was that she was taking, and I talked her through the benefits and maybe what else might help her more. So on sproutright.com, I've got my BioBoost, and I've got a few other probiotics that I regularly recommend. So let's talk about it so that you know what it is that you need. probiotics are created equal and different strains can sometimes work better for different issues. So I'll help you assess what you need and go from there because I want you to know that what you're spending your hard-earned dollars on is right for you and that it is more likely to have an impact. And really when you go into the drugstore and you think, oh that one's on sale, I'm going to go pick that one up. Please just don't. Let's talk about it first, put it back on the shelf and head over to spreadright.com and reach out. Have you rated Eat This with Leanne yet? I've had some lovely notes from listeners of late who've sent me messages through Instagram and Facebook on both Sprout Right and Leanne's handles and channels, which I so appreciate and will share on social media. But if you could also head over to wherever you listen to this podcast, rate, leave a comment, or under the show notes too, all the complete strangers that have never come across this before are going to know that this is worth a listen. Go have yourself some good bacteria. You know, just get it down ya, as Jamie Oliver, one of my gurus, would say. And as always, please remember to eat this one mouthful at a time. Any information and details expressed during this podcast can be found at SproutRight.com or LeannePhillipson.com.